and welcome back to Keto 911 Podcast. I am your host, Daniel. So, we've already talked about my introduction to keto, why you can't eat certain things, what can you eat on keto. So, this episode is very, very special. Um, I really want to go into mental health and keto. The reason why I really, really want to touch on this is, you know, to go over my personal experiences and my mental health and before I got there and why, what my mental health was when I started this whole process and how it changed, you know, the things that I was experiencing. And it could be a lot of the things that you may be experiencing as well. And I just want to go over that because when your mental image of how you perceive yourself and where you want to be physically and health wise is key, you know, there's going to be some situations in there that are going to test you and everything and that's some of the things that I want to talk about you know mental health is important while you're trying to change your lifestyle you know it's an important factor in life and to have a healthy outlook on things is very very key so without further ado I'm going to jump boom right on in so starting off I just want to go into why why, oh, why, oh, why would you want to lose the weight? Well, one, healthy living is great. You know, we've seen it uh, with Adele recently. A lot of different uh, actors and such have gone from being plus-size actors to getting down. And they said that they want to take care of the bodies they want to be here. I'm not, I'm not a celebrity by any, by any of the... Uh, accolades of that my kids can tell you differently they think i'm a superhero so that makes it worth it so why i really want to lose the weight well i have to tell you how my mindset was prior to that so that way it can give you great context and depth into it so stand by here we go so upon coming home uh from the military i was in the best shape of my life oh man i was amazing super Awesome action figure built uh, for other reasons pertaining to me leaving. I suffered a lot of depression and a lot of the things that affect people when it comes to different levels of depression. It may not apply to you, but it, it was, you know, uh, we I resorted to comfort food. I ate, ate when it came to certain situations and, you know, festivities with you know, family, I ate two, three plates, took home with me, and I ate. And I was in denial of my body, you know, bigger dude, my pants were getting bigger, had to buy more clothes and everything like that. And it really, you know, I really didn't think about it. You know, I just kind of pushed it to the back of my mind until, you know, started going to church and started being around friends and realizing that my body wasn't the same that it used to be. And you start to worry about your significant other liking how your body has changed. And even though they tell you, yeah, you know, everything looks good. You don't see yourself. You see, you look at yourself as a shadow of your former self. And that's where I was, you know, weight gain continued. Children came into play in life and you want to, play with your kids you want to do that you get I got winded couldn't get out there and run with them I could run with them I could get with them for a little bit and then I get wind winded and stuff like that 
Uh, I'm in the college fraternity, so I love to step and do struts and hops and stuff like that. And that was my that is my thing right there. And I used to go with them for the long haul, but then I could probably knock out about two good song, two good ex- excerpts in a song, and then I'm done. Winded, gas, sweating, it's ugly. And as we, my family was growing, you know, had had another child, two kids, and. We know we started to look at ourselves. Clothes were big. I was wearing a, God, 55 long suit jacket. Pants was in the 46s. You know, did the best I could to look good. You know, had the whole double chinage going. You know, Facebook is a funny thing. Now that it has the Facebook mentions where it shows you videos and pictures from where you were years ago. Uh, it's a nine day, you know, my, my cheeks were huge, fingers were just huge, oh my gosh, I had fat hands, I used to wear a size 13 ring, my ring size was 13, it's now a 10, Cause, and that like, kind of gives you context of how much weight I've lost, especially in my hands, and I look back at it and I was like, whoa, whoa, what, was I, what was I thinking, what was I doing, you know, my heart rate was 120 beats per minute sitting, at a desk job, I was breathing hard. I had sleep apnea, snoring. I'm serious. I snored like a chainsaw. It was, you know, I, I didn't care about my body anymore. But I told myself that I looked good. And there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. Nothing wrong with loving yourself. But eventually, I had to look at my health, and it was not in the in the in the position and state that it, it needed to be in. And I wasn't staying fully committed to the gym, exercising and things of that sort so when my wife just so happened to stumble upon keto and started to bring it to my attention i was optimistic didn't really want to do it at all <laughs> didn't want to do it at all but you know i had enough people constantly tell me hey you got to be there for your kids you got to be there for your kids you're getting winded yeah it's rough but you know my dad is you know one of my biggest inspirations in my life and also one of my most um critical critiquers in my life also and as I stated in uh, previous episodes the, the moment that was my breaking point was for when he had to buy me clothes you know I didn't have the money at the time to get clothes my dad realized that my clothes were always tight on me because I was big and he was like Hey man, let's just go over here, go get you some clothes. I didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it at all. He pretty much just told me, hey man, we're going now. Let's go. And he bought me clothes. The most embarrassing moment of my life. And the most humbling moment of my life. Because I realized at that moment, yeah, (laughs) I'm having to go to the big and tall store. Not because I got extremely long arms. Because I got an extremely round waist. And I got an extremely huge butt got real. I was humiliated. I was horrified at how far my body had went. So I went, my wife was like, okay, by the time she started really, really saying we got to do something. So we started, you know, after we had our (laughs) Christmas and Thanksgiving debacle, when we started January 1st, 2019, I was like, okay, I got to do this. I got to be here for my kids. I got to do this. I can't live like this anymore. I got to do this so I'm going to stay focused I'm going to do this as strict as possibly 
as possibly, you know, as strict as possible, sorry. So that way, one, I can get these results. I want to change my body. I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to be attractive, more appealing to my spouse. I want to be that. So, started up. Weight loss started to happen. I noticed it was, you know, starting to sh- slim on down. You know, clothes are starting to get a little bit bag, and I was like, hey, yeah, okay. She started noticing. So your clothes are really getting bag. I said, no, I know. You know that that self-image started to come up there. That positive. To positivity started to really get up there. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, it's, it's good. Just keep on going. Stick to it. Ignore the, ignore this, ignore that. You know, say no when they try to offer you potlucks at work and everything like that. Everybody knows about work potlucks. You know, I worked at a medical office, so you had potlucks randomly, and then they bring in donuts and kalashis for breakfast. Oh, God. They taste so delicious. But I had to learn how to say no. Walk away. It's not what you need. You have a goal. So as I continued progress, the weight started to come down. The weight started to come down. People thought that, oh man, I could really, really see it now. So that self-image start of myself started to really, really improve. And it, you know, and I was going at a speed. My wife was going at a speed. We were just getting it. And we were going and then the number one thing that you hate to happen I plateaued (laughs) I know there was a good month and a half period good month and a half period where I hovered at around 275 and I would hover from 275 and go down to like almost 269 I hovered there no weight loss none of that and I'm like what is what, what's going on? What's going on? Why why am I not losing? I'm doing all the right things, you know. I'm following the process. I'm following the plans. I'm doing the right things, you know. You see people online doing things, and this is what I gotta tell you uh, about about that. Social media is a blessing, and it is a horrible curse at the same time. You can get lots of inspiration. From people's stories and keto groups and other weight loss groups, you can get mad inspiration from people, but you could also discourage yourself. You know, you want to look like something. You want to have that whole body. You want to look like this. You want to. You're trying to. You're seeing people lose weight at faster rates. You know, doing this and doing that. You know, buying these products and buying this food, and you don't have the financial means to do all this other stuff. And you start, oh well, you can only buy organic and everything, but you live on a budget, and you can only buy what you can afford. You know, and our at that time the video wasn't out, but a comedian, his name is Kev on stage. I saw, I saw a video, and he says, "Your race is not their race is not your race." Their race is not your race. You know, who are you trying to compete against? You're not trying to get there the fastest. You're not trying to just drop all the weight as fast as possible because when you do that, you can hurt yourself. You know, healthy living is not a sprint. And I'll repeat that. Healthy living is not 
a sprint. It is a marathon. If you try to do weight loss fast, you will hurt yourself because you're cutting corners, you're skipping things that you could that, that you could potentially that you need to be paying attention to that keeps your process in a healthy, controlled way. Healthy living is a marathon. You gotta pace yourself. You're not trying to beat everybody. You're trying to get there and you're just trying to reach a goal. You're trying to reach a goal, you're trying to do it safely. So once we encourage ourselves to not compare ourselves to other people, especially me, I'm very I'm harder on myself than anybody else can ever be. Um then it, I was able to, to do it. I was able to refocus, go back and look at some other videos from Dr. Berg and stuff like that. He was like, well, hey, you know, if you're doing three meals a day and you're plateauing, maybe you need to switch it to two meals a day. Maybe you need to switch this up. Maybe you need to increase your vegetable intake. You know, maybe you need to do this. Maybe you just need to tweak it this way. So that way, one, you know, we understand you're plateauing, but your body's adjusting. Now you're not. If you're, Are you realizing that you're not hungry at this time period? Or could you just go without eating at this period? If you're not hungry, your body may be saying, hey, I, I, I don't need as much fuel because now I'm really, really burning this fat. And I was like, uh, light bulb came right on. Hmm, maybe I do. Maybe I can just change this up. And once I started tweaking it again, I started picking right back up. Right back up. Started going. Now, <laughs> now I'm not going to act all perfect <laughs> and say that I was consistent the entire time. I did fall off. Guess what? Nobody's perfect. Sometimes when you're on a budget, you know, you have kiddos, you have money that you spend for food and they don't eat it all and, and you're not wanting to waste money. Sometimes I had to finish off a cheeseburger or finish off a chicken nugget or a chicken tender or something like that or finish off a piece of pizza. And when I say I hated myself, oh my gosh, I'm serious. I would sit up there and just with rocks in my jaws, you know, like I sit up here sucking on them it's not wanting <laughs> to do it. But you do what you have to do. You know, did I get knocked out of ketosis once or twice? Yes. Especially when my mother-in-law comes at me with cake and my mom comes for me with sweet potato pie. You know, you don't want to tell them no, even though they know. And they're like, you're going to eat it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, yes. Like, oh my gosh. I fell off a couple of times. Felt so horrible about it. And yes, when you fall off and you fall off hard, do you have to start back over? Yes. Does the keto flu hit you again? Oh, yeah. It hits and it can be rough and it can be unforgiving. But you're usually if you're if you're you've already started and you've been going for about six or seven months, it's not hard to get back into ketosis. Your, your adjustment period is still there. Not as long. Nowhere near as hard. And you can get right back in there. And get, and get going but yeah it's you, you stop comparing yourself you keep your focus on your goal it's a marathon it's not going to happen overnight don't try to force yourself to do it quickly and and the reason why I say 
Oh my gosh, the reason why I say please don't try to do things quickly, there are a whole bunch, and I mean a whole bunch of get uh, lose weight quick scams. And I'm just going to call them what they are. They're scams. You know, uh, slim fast, all the other things now. And the reason why I say they're scams is notice every almost every weight loss product now has a keto line including those ones off of TV. Oh, they're keto-friendly. They're keto-this. You don't know what they're putting in. Nobody's reading it. They know that they're losing money because people aren't buying them anymore. And people are getting on keto and are having great benefits from it. So if they can't keep people coming in because of their products, what are they going to do? Boom. Slap keto on it and trick people into buying, continuing to buy their products. And then you have all the other people who say, oh, do this 10-day cleanse, this 20-day cleanse. This the No, people, guess what happens when you do those supplements and you do those cleanses and you stop? All that weight that you didn't hurt your hurt. And I'm saying, I didn't tried it before. You know, I didn't tried those stuff before. And as soon as you stop it or you can't afford to, to continue to do it because the stuff is not cheap, then guess what? Your body's coming right back to it. You know, that weight is going to come back with a vengeance really quickly. And guess what? You're back to square one. Keto is not a subscription package. Now, can you buy like cool stuff like the Keto Box and other cool little things like that to get Keto products to try and test? Yeah, you can get stuff like that. But you don't. the things that you can buy in Keto are in your grocery store. You don't have to change so much. And you can just maintain with literally the simplest of things to you know to keep this part this process going so don't do don't do the quick cleanses and stuff like that that's just my recommendation take the time out do the research do keto so that way one you can see it you can see it and it's going you're going to love it as soon as i as soon as we started those sweets that i used to crave you know eating bread all the time snacks crackers and cookies and all, i don't have a taste for it do I miss it? Yeah. And, you know, when I actually take, take, accidentally tasted one, it tasted amazing. But then all of a sudden you feel it. Oh, God, you feel that sugar rush course through your body. And like, oh, my gosh, why? Uh-uh, my teeth hurt now. <laughs> but take the, the, the race. It's not your race. Take your time. Take your time with it. Another point with dealing with your mental health with this is you're going to be criticized people are not going to understand why you're doing what you're doing i've had so many people tell me well why don't you just go to the gym why don't you just do this why don't you just do this why don't you just control your portions and why don't you just you know everything in moderation come on man come on man. the criticism is real you're starving yourself. You're not eating right. You're not doing this. My nutritionist says this. Your nutritionist is only going by a, a plan. You know, that's it. I feel like it's a, that's a scam to continue to come in so that way they continue building your insurance. But that's just me. You have the you have every tool that you need to eat right. You have everything. They're going to criticize you. You know, why don't you go to a gym? Nah. I'll say this, and Dr. Berg has said this, so I credit this to Dr. Berg. You don't lose weight to get healthy. 
You don't lose weight to get healthy. You get healthy first and then you lose the weight. And it makes perfect sense. Because if you're sitting up here eating pizza, eating pastas, all those carbohydrates, all those sugars, and you're going to the gym, guess what you're burning? Sugar. You're burning those sugars off. You're not burning fat. You're burning sugars. And then a lot of times those people go back to eating more pasta, eating more carbs, eating corn, eating breads and burgers and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's it doesn't work like that. You have to heal your body. Make your body healthy. Get rid of all the nasty gunk that's in there. So that way then your body can heal itself and your weight will drop. For the majority of this entire period, you know, I have, I have not stepped into a gym once. Now my kids are, you know, my weights because I lift them, throw them around safely. <laughs> Disclaimer, I throw them around safely. We wrestle and all the other stuff. So they're my weights, you know. But I haven't been to a gym and I'm down 95 pounds. Your body is perfectly capable of healing itself. This is, you know, I'm a living testament to it. You know, people are going to criticize you. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it? Because I'm doing this to be healthy. Well, why don't you do this? Time out. Before you recommend anything to me on why I should do it, what are you doing? You're just about as big as I am. What are you doing? Don't you want to get yourself better? Don't you want to do this? Well, I got this gym membership. How's that working? Like, how, how long you been going to the gym? Oh, I've been going to the gym and everything like this, but, you know, it's hard to do this and everything like that. So but what are you putting into your body? What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding your body? Because if you're feeding your body junk, your body's not going to lose weight. Your body's not going to heal. It's going to be burning junk, waiting for you to refuel it with more junk. You're spinning your tires here. You have to change everything. If you're going to go to the gym, you have to change your complete lifestyle. Put the right things in your body. Put the right foods in your body. Proper nutrition. All that has to go there. I recommend keto and intermittent fasting. I just do. Now, along with that, you have to focus on meeting your goals. You have to focus on meeting your goals. Outside of all that mental anguish, criticism, looking at other people, lose weight, people talking about what you're doing, you know, you're wrong, you're this, looking at where you were, hoping and wondering that you're going to get there, set your goals and meet them. Set them. I talked to a good friend of mine and she was like, I'm, I said, she's like, I, I just need to get on this program. I need to do something. And I was like, first thing I said, what's your goal? Well, I want to lose about 60 pounds. You can do it. If you do keto, you can definitely do it. And I asked other people, hey, I want to lose weight. Okay, cool. What's your goal? What you mean? How much do you want to lose? You have to know where you want to go before you actually get on the road, right? Yeah. So how much do you want to lose? Well, I don't know if I can do it. Set a goal. Whatever it is. Set, if it's 100 pounds, say I want to lose 100 pounds. Now, how you want to do it? How long do you want to give yourself? Give yourself a year to lose 100 pounds. You can do it. If you want to give yourself six months to lose 100 pounds, you can do it. Just make sure that you take care of yourself and do it safely. That's all I ask. Do it safely. Now, once I got to my goal, me and my wife, we got to our goal. The, the easy and hardest thing to do is maintain. By that time we got to our goals, we were like, cool. Eating how we eat is, you know, easy. 
We don't even think about it. It's just how we eat. That's our lifestyle. People are like, so what happens when you reach your goal? Are you going to stop? No, this is, this is my life now. This is my life now. Healthy eating is my life. But what about, I don't miss none of it. I can make my own bread. I can buy keto ice cream. I can buy keto soda. You know, but it's not everyday drinking. It's not everyday eating. It's once in a while. If I have a sweet tooth or whatever the case may be, I can make these things. I can make keto pancakes. You know, but it's everything that you're doing, you're doing it the right way. You're doing it the right way. So maintaining these is fairly easy. Like, like I said, have I had moments where I've kind of faltered off? And yes, I'm an EMT. I'm a first responder. I don't get a chance to eat like I want to. You know, usually I'll have my coffee and I'll have my coffee and I'll drink that majority of the day. And that'll kind of keep me there, mixing between that and water. That'll keep me good. But then, oh my goodness, we get free food offers. We get this, we get that. Jersey Mike Subs in Tyler, Texas is my best friend. Because the one that is close by where we are, by the hospitals, gives us free meals. And I'm thankful so much, so thankful for that. Shout out to Jersey Mike's off of Fifth and, uh, Fifth and Beckham. They get free meals to first responders, and I get to have what they call a sub in the tub, which is basically the same ingredients in the sub, but on the, but in a salad. And I knock that thing down. Oh my gosh, so delicious, so nutritious, and I don't have to compromise my keto. And, you know, Whataburger and some other places, you they have the options to where you can put them without the bun, which is perfectly fine. Without the bun, no ketchup, none of that, and they put it on a bed of lettuce, and they do it. But I don't get the option to do that. Sometimes I'll eat me some pistachios or whatever, but it's hard. So you have to learn how to do it to where it works for you. Uh, later on, I'll see about doing a more instructional video on how to navigate a healthier lifestyle with a hectic work work schedule. So put that in my brain for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like that was a, a good little breakdown. I want to thank you guys for... Still staying on this journey with me. I got a hundred likes on my Facebook page. Uh, Picnic, which is a keto creamer, gave me a shout out on, on, on Instagram. So I'm feeling young and hip with the kids now. <laughs> so I'm really, really loving this journey. Thank you all for supporting me. I got good friends in my corner who give me great constructive criticism. Shout out to Lauren Blake, a.k.a. Lolo, a.k.a. Goof Troop, who is my sorority sister from Top 8 Sigma National Honorary Dance Work Incorporated. Check her out, Lolo's Creation. She is a, an amazing knitter. She has some great products for you guys to look at. And she was the inspiration for this episode for mental health. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for um, helping me with this. So that way, one, I can give some good insight to this. And always, man, give me great, give, give me feedback. Respond to my Facebook group, uh, Facebook page. Send me emails at keto911podcast at gmail.com. And I'll even send out a link so that way you can guys can send me voicemails. I'm always open to constructive criticism. I'm always looking for feedback. Definitely, definitely looking for growth. So please do that. All right, next episode, uh, next week on my next days off, uh, we're going to talk about how we prepared our kitchen for keto. You know, did we just throw everything out? Did we just have a big old gorging food session or whatever, or a festive board? We're going to do that. And I'm going to see, I'm going to try to tinker with this podcasting stuff so I can get my homeboy. His name is James Scott. It's my uh, Masonic brother to get him on here so we can cut up and act ridiculous. So 
pray for me on that one. We're going to see if we can make that one work. But yeah, we're going to see how to prepare your kitchen for keto. What you got to get rid of. What can you keep? Also, check my Instagram for the uh, pictures and uploads. I'm going to be uploading them also to my Facebook my Facebook page on different keto products that I come across in stores. The one uh, store that I go to, which is a um, healthy store, is called Natural Grocers. This store is amazing. Lots of organic products, lots of amazing products, lots of keto products in there as well. So stay tuned, keep an eye on on all those areas, and I will see you soon. Thank you all for coming to the Keto 911 Podcast. You have yourself a great day.